Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. TPV Radio. Central Texas. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. What's good, radio family? The Thomas Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Thomas Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturday for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Lota Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Thomas Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio open mic open to all pastors preachers, and artists, and we're going to get it in to be announced. You can also catch us on Live 365, 24-7. Just search the Thomas Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Walk with us, family. Let's go. At Javina Distributing, we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website, www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face 
body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. It is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. Uh, this is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready to, walk? to walk? Let's go! What's good, family? This your boy, the psalmist voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the psalmist voice radio network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! Thomas Voice Reloaded. It is here, family, where you get your spiritual fix, uplifting word with rawness, great indie and gospel music, and all in biblical context. And I am your most humbled host, the Thomas Voice. What's cracking, family? We pray that the word will impact your life 
and bring a fresh revelation and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our King. Of course, we got a lot to cover, family, and of course, we got another hot off the meat rack, off the presses, controversial subject matter, new series entitled, There's Hope in Your Hopelessness. Yeah, there's hope in our hopelessness. That's the new, yeah, that's the new, that's the new series. But before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, y'all hear something? Well, I know we had rain yesterday. We had a little thunderstorm yesterday, but there was no rain in the forecast. But I'm kind of... I, I'm kind of very, very, I'm very, very sure I know why it's the case. Well, it's one half of the brother and sister duo, Thunder and Lightning. We have Brother Don from Brother Don Presents. What's good? Well, what's good, Radio Family? Yes, this is Brother Don from Brother Don Presents, a.k.a. Thunder. Just excited to be with you here again, family. Just always a treat and a pleasure to be in the presence of the Lord with you. Just really excited to hear what God is going to minister to us with this new series. It's always, always, always off the chain, and I don't expect anything less today. So I'm just excited again to be here with you, family, as we tune in, sit back, get strapped in, and let the Holy Ghost take control. Amen. 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 And of course, get a shout out to Pastor Jean. Uh, We will definitely miss her on today's broadcast, but I'm quite sure she's listening and taking notes. And if I'm definitely out of line, uh, I know the mother of TPV will definitely give me a call. But we definitely miss Pastor Jean and we hope all is well and things go uh, accordingly. And of course, it's going to be an all male panel today and we have a special pastor coming on. He's a young buck uh, in the faith, and he'll be coming on in the second hour of the show, and we'll introduce him uh, momentarily. But of course, we got another pastor in the building. Y'all, I think y'all know who he is, but yeah, yeah, y'all hear all that commotion going on. Y'all know what's, y'all know who it is, though. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always start trouble. Here we go. And I thought I was Pastor Byron Sego, and hey, I am so excited to be with y'all on today. Much love, Pastor Don. I salute you. Hey, Pastor Chris, I salute you. Hey, I know, I know, uh, 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 Pastor Gene is not with us, but Pastor Gene, I salute you too. And hey, let's ready to rock. Let's get it. Well, let's get it. Let's go. And of course, before we get into the, you know, the into the nitty gritty, of course, we like to. Uh, have our nice little um, TPV weather forecast 
for today. And of course, as you as you know, we have uh, two hurricanes in the Gulf Coast right now. So, what does that mean? Well, that means pray, one, two, use wisdom, and make sure you prepare accordingly. I just want you to make sure that you're safe, family. That's the most important thing. And, of course, this is unprecedented, as they say, two hurricanes in the same area coming at the same time. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. But we know what's going on, family. Read your words. Just saying, not making light of the situation, but as believers, we ought to know what to prepare for. And we pray that our network will give you the tools so you won't be tripping and going ham and cheese because what you see around you is in the word. We should be prepared for it, but we're going to make sure you're prepared. Just saying. But of course, we've been on a heat wave all summer long, over 100 degree heat. Here in the CTX, and of course, currently, uh, it's looking a little bit cooler, a little bit, just saying. So, we have our weather forecast here for the CTX, and it looks like it's going to be a nice day. We're into the uh, 85 degrees right now. It's going to feel like 94. There's no rain in the forecast, sunny, but please make sure you drink a lot of water Because the sun is that hot and it will drain you. So please drink your water, your Gatorade, vitamin water, whatever it is you drink. Stay hydrated, family. Stay stay safe. So, Brother Don, how is it in your neck of the woods? Well, Pastor Chris, we're not far off from where you guys are. We're currently at 88 with a field of 97. A lot of overcast in and out today. You know, these are the very outer bands of the system that's coming to the Gulf Coast. And I just want to reinforce what you said earlier uh, because, you know, I am in the Gulf Coast. I am on the Gulf Coast, and I understand when these storms come. And it's nothing like being prepared. It has nothing to do with faith, folks. It's about being wise and being prepared. God is going to protect you and take care of you. But part of that is making sure you got your water and your essentials in case the power goes out, that you can have at least a couple days' worth of um, uh, ration just in case that that happens. But And currently we are under a tropical storm warning where I'm at here in the Gulf Coast. But, yeah, it's subsided. It's been a hot summer, family. It's been scorching hot this summer. But it's like uh, Pastor Chris said, it's cooled off a little bit. We're in the 80s now, and I know that some folks, our northern family, 80 degrees still sounds hot, but but it, it, it's cool enough for us. But just stay safe, family. Just get ready. Keep, keep keeping prayers uh, for the safety of your family and loved ones here on the Gulf Coast. And we're going to get through this. Amen? Amen. Amen. And, you know, of course, we don't pay too much time and effort and energy on politics because you know what's going on in our nation uh, but is our mandate as believers to pray for our nation and its leaders, leaders, whether you like them or not. Of course, we had the pres- presidential uh, nominations that just happened this past week. And, of course, whoever you vote for, use wisdom. But we do encourage you to vote because this year will be critical. Your votes will matter. So please use wisdom. Please vote. And the November elections are coming for everywhere, every government 
uh, in the area here in the CTX, also Mississippi, also United States, all across the world. Uh, there's a change of power. So we definitely want to make sure we vote and vote and vote. But again, it is our mandate to make sure we pray for our nation and its leaders. And of course, I just want to give a shout out to my first lady right here at TPB Radio, my, my wife Shanice. God bless you, babe, for doing what you do for TPB Radio, TPB Enterprises, and also other things that she's got going right now as well. And of course, I'll let Pastor Sego get in a little bit of details of what's going on in his ministry. But however, we thank God for her, and we also, I also thank God for my kiddos, CJ Tajanik, Jalen Tyreek, Ian. And Tajanae, Daddy loves you all to pieces. And of course, I cannot forget my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because without him, I would not even be on the mic, let alone be alive, let alone being able to preach the word of God the way he wants it to be preached on today. So I give God all the glory as well. Of course, shout out to KBRG, The Bridge, and KAHG in California. God bless you both for broadcasting the Psalmist Voice Radio Network and your respective uh, radio stations, and we praise God for you. Also, uh, shout-out goes out to the Brew Crew out there as well. That comes on every morning, Monday through Friday, uh, on uh, Facebook, and they come on and bring me uh, Word of God day in and day out, uh, Monday through Friday. You don't want to miss it here. It'll be 9.30 Central Standard Time on Facebook, so look forward to them. So we don't have a lot of announcements, but we are pushing the app. Uh, we haven't received word yet from the Spin Awards as of, as of right now, so we don't know where we stand. But we definitely appreciate you, family, for voting and telling your family, your friends, your cousins, Pookie and all them to vote for us. And we thank God for you and your support with the vision of TPV. And we thank God for what he's doing, opening doors that no man can shut and, and bringing us into different atmospheres and, and being able to preach the gospel without fluff, just saying. But anyway, uh, also your boy will be preaching his first conference coming up at the end of the month on the 29th. Uh, it'll be from 12 to 4. It'll be a social media event. It's called the P3 Conference hosted by Dr. Dolores T. Henderson. There's a great panel of preachers, and I'm honored to be a part of it. This will be your boy's first time in a conference preaching to the public. I mean, I do it on the radio, but it's a little bit different uh, when you're on the Skype and, and visual and stuff like that. So you get to see my big old dome going ham and cheese for our king, just saying. But anyway, it, it's uh, August 29th. Uh, it'll be this month, end of the month, so mark your calendars from 12 to 4 right here uh, on TPV Radio uh, Network as well as social media. So look out for that. So also download Live 365. Can't forget that. Download Live 365. It's absolutely free. Just type in the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. You can listen to all the programming 24 hours a day seven days a week from the comfort of your own home, your office, your traveling, wherever you are, we're up and ready to give you the word of God uh, as he designs us to give it. Just saying. So family, of course, there's a lot of things, changes going on right now, but you can still catch your favorite shows on their still regular time on TPC 
24-7, you'll be able to still hear your favorite shows on a regularly scheduled time. So please download the app. It's free. You can bypass the, the little subscription screen that comes up when you go on the site. You can bypass it. Type us in, hit the heart button to take us everywhere with you. So that's all my announcements for right now. So, Brother Don, you have the floor. Amen, amen. First and foremost, I got to give a shout out to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ family because if he can take a backwards acting, backwards thinking wretch like me and clean me up and fill me with his spirit and his love, he can do anybody. So I got to thank him and give him all the glory for this day. I want to give a shout out to my amazing, wonderful wife and all that she does in keeping me rooted and grounded and, and, and make sure that, that I, I'm on the up and up and all that she does for the family. I just got to give her a shout out. I got to give a shout out to my children. They have really been a blessing to me. I thank God for each and every one of them. I thank God for entrusting me with them in my life. And they're just a, a blessing. Even the grandkids, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the grandkids. I thank God for each and every one of them. And I got to give a shout-out to TPV Ministries. Pastor Chris, First Lady Newton, is doing an awesome, awesome job over there in the ministry and following the vision and the purpose God has given them. And even allowing Brother Don Presents to have a, a place, you know, that I, we can come and minister the Word of God, you know, and just the love and, and uh, uh, encouraging and the support that we get from their ministry. I got to give a shout out to them. And of course, KBRG, the bridge, Bishop Willie Horn. I got to give a shout out to them too, uh, Pastor Chris, because they are some steadfast guys in the Lord. Day in and day out, every morning, they're bringing the word of God. They're, they're just really um, awesome men of God that, that embraced me when I had a short time with them. I learned a lot from them. I gleaned a lot, and I got to thank God for them. And I also got to give a shout-out to you, family, because, you know, as Pastor Chris said, the spin awards are still impending, and we'll know the results soon. But, you know, you are the ones that, that help make that possible. By the leading of the Lord, you are the ones that that we come to each and every week, each and every day, day in and day out, that give us the support and love that we need in Christ to, to have these opportunities. And it's just a testament to all of our faiths, not just here at TPV Ministry, but yours too, and what God can do with just a little bit. And trust me, we were just a little bit, and he's done a whole lot with. So God bless you. I love you. And I'm going to pass the mic to Pastor Sago. Yes, sir. Pastor Sago, you have the floor. Oh, man. Well, hey, first of all, hey, thank God. Hey, I appreciate uh, TPV Radio for all the love and all the support that they give uh, me uh, here and my and my my beautiful wife. So I want to thank her, uh, Lady Sago. I appreciate her for all she does. My kids, uh, my kids, my, my son Malcolm, Ebony, everything that they do. Um, I appreciate everybody for all the love and and you know, you know God is doing some uh, some 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 wonderful things, some powerful things, and and all our lives and making some moves and and TPV Radio uh, and with uh, Pastor Chris and Lady Shanice, hey, making moves. God is making some moves and and Pastor Don's life. If every God is moving. 
in our lives and 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 God over here on this side where we are uh God is 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 guiding us to uh to begin a uh outreach called blessings on the block community outreach we continue to do it and it's 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 separate from light whole fellowship ministries but it's together it's not it's 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 not connected with the church but it is but hey God is doing some great stuff and uh man, we, we just we just thank God for all God is doing and hey, we are here for one mission, man. We are here to, to do one thing. It's about team Jesus. It's not about it's not about us as individuals. It should be about team Jesus. And when we can come together and work together as a team, regardless of where we are, what kind of church we got, what kind of what kind of denomination you have labeled on your church, we are still one in Christ. So hey, that's it. That's all the shout outs I got, man. I salute everybody. Amen. Amen. Well, family, I think we're done with all of the particulars and we praise God again for all of you. But of course, it's time for the word. So y'all know what time it is, right? But I just got to know. One thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? DPV Radio Family, are you ready to? Walk. Well, I'm ready to walk. Brother Don, Pastor Say Go, are you ready to walk? Yes, sir. Laced up and ready to go. Hey, let's get it. Well, let's get it. Let's go. So, of course, we got the first song on the rotation to set the mood out right. We got first, we got Charles Jenkins, Keep the Faith. Also, Elevation Worship featuring Taryn Wells with Echo and Patiently Praise featuring Lowell Pry. So we got a whole bunch of music, whole bunch of word, but we're about to ready to get it in. So let's eat. So family, you're listening to the hottest Christian radio station and show controversial off the meat rack in the land. The Psalmist Voice reloaded. And when we come back. We're going to start our new series. There's hope in our hopelessness. So keep it locked right here on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is the sound of the voice. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. Question is When you're standing at a crossroads What do you do? When a fork is in the road What do you do? When the world is on your shoulders What do you do? When your back is up against the wall, what do 
Cause in my head I never thought it could happen to me But I recall what I was taught In the 34th chapter of the book of Psalms In spite of our afflictions He'll deliver us from them all My trust still lies in you I know you're gonna bring me through Through this trial But I'm not ending I know it's gonna get hard sometimes
Hey, what's going on, home team? This your boy Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go.
it is it is it is now time to get your spiritual fix and uplifting word with yours truly, the psalmist voice. This is the hottest Christian radio show on the planet. Are you ready, Are you ready to walk? To walk? Let's go. And now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio or you can go to our website right now at www.tpvradionetwork.com and press the flashing icon that says live now and you can listen to the show off our website right now at tpvradio.com well www.tpvradionetwork.com you can also call in 515-619-9873. That's our number to give us a call to join in the convo. But before I read, before I read the icebreaker for today's show, let me introduce to the family. Y'all may have y'all may have heard of him, but it'll be his first time here on TPV Radio. Good afternoon, Sunny SoCal. This is J.O. coming to you. Take over your station to give you some gems that the exec just won't give any play. play. So, uh, check them out. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Pastor Nehemiah Fulbright in the building. What's good? What's good? What's good, fam? What's you guys doing? Man, we're good, man. Glad, glad to have you on the show. Uh oh, we're getting we feedback, feedback brother. brother. Yeah, yeah, turn your turn the radio down. down. Something over here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, how's that? There we go. That sounds a lot better. There, there we go. So yes, family, we have Pastor Nehemiah Fulbright in the building, and we praise God for him. But let me go ahead and get the icebreaker in. So we can know what we're talking about on today's new series, There's Hope in Our Hopelessness. And it goes a little something like this. Can you recall ever being in a hopeless situation? Well, I got the t-shirt, the hat, and, and the MP3. And maybe you're in one right now. I I think a lot of us in the kingdom might feel this way right now. Hopelessness happens when you find yourself in a situation where there's no confident expectation for a positive outcome. It brings at the end of your rope. It comes in at the end of your rope. Lots of things can bring us to a point of hopelessness. Death of a spouse or a child. Loss of job, chronic illness, accident, 
a marriage on the brink of divorce. If it's a potential of financial ruin, a prodigal son, or a daughter. Some of you here tonight or this afternoon are in that place. We have lost all confidence in the future. You have no confidence that things are going to work out. You've tried everything. You used all your cliches. You prayed your last prayer. And you looked everywhere. And things still remain bleak. Well, we got news for you. We got some tools that's going to help you get through your hopelessness right now. So that was the TPV icebreaker for today's hot topic. There's hope in our hopelessness. We have Brother Don. We have Pastor Sego. We have Pastor Nehemiah Fulbright in the building on fleek with his hat looking fresh. We're going to get it in, family. Let's eat. So this series is very exciting because a lot of us have gotten to this point. A lot of us feel some kind of way. A lot of us look in some kind of way. We can go on and on and on. But we're going to go ahead and face this thing right in the face. We're going to go to the juggler because we have to understand, family, that my desire and our hope is for us to tap into the unlimited power of Jesus Christ to be strengthened. Now, so at times, life hits you. And sometimes it feels like you're hopeless. You don't know what to do. Something I, I, I've done everything I can. I, I, I called everybody I could. I, 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 you know, all the stuff. And you, you forget to trust in the power of Jesus Christ to bring you through whatever it is that you're fr- facing. So we're going to start off, of course, with Matthew 9, 18 through 26. Now, before this, Jesus had just been discussing the issue of fasting. Now, with some of his disciples, now in the midst of this discussion, it says in verse 18 that while he was saying these things to them, of course, you got to read through the rest of the passage to get where we're going, but we're going to get into the, the, the meat and potatoes of it and give you the quick, short version. There are certain there are certainly some of you here today that have experienced similar situations. Of course, we've we've dealt with different things in life, chronicle illness, death of child, loss of job. We're going through this right now. It's called the pandemic or it's called COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Now, maybe you're currently facing these things right now, and most of us are. But what Matthew wants to make very clear to us in this passage is that hope for these situations is found in the power of Jesus Christ. But what is hope? What are you talking about, Thomas? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, we use the word hope a lot in church. Y'all know we use it. And I was hoping that this is the stuff that we say. I hope that the LSU would win the national championship in basketball. And uh, I hope my favorite team in the NFL uh, wins the, uh, the, the, the Vince Lombardi trophy. And now, is that really hope or is it just my desire? Uh-oh, listen to that. Because there is, there is the mistake 
That's the mistake that we all can make. We use the word hope usually to convey a desire that we have something to that we have for something to happen, but we're not really confident it will. We're uncertain about it. Of course, we want our favorite team to win. But honestly, I was not really confident that they would, especially since they're playing the rival team in the second round or the rival team in the AFC playoff game. You know how that go. But in the word, hope is categorized by certainty. Now, one of the one of the authors defined it this way. Hope is waiting in confident expectation for God's promises in Christ. So in layman's terms, hope is being confident that the power of God is going to get you through whatever you're facing. We don't say, I hope Jesus Christ comes back as if I might, as if it might happen or it might not. We say that our hope is in the return of Christ. We know that it's going to happen. We are confident it is going to happen. It's real hope. We should be confident in the power of God. We should expect him to what? Work. But that's where the problem lies for many of us. We're not confident in the power of Jesus Christ. In whatever situation you are facing, family, if you're not confident that God is going to act graciously and powerfully on your behalf, you don't have hope. Uh-oh, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to lose about five people on just that statement alone. But it's all good. We got to be faced with the truth. And I'm getting blessed talking about it right now. Just saying. So, so, do we get hope? How are we to be confident towards the power of Jesus Christ during hopeless situations? So, gentlemen, the question on the table. So, how do we get hope? How are we to be confident towards the power of Jesus Christ during this hopeless situation or during hopeless situations? So we're going to start with Pastor Nehemiah Fulbright, then we're going to go to Pastor Don, and then we're going to go to Pastor Sego. So, Pastor Nehemiah, you have the floor. Amen, amen. Pastor Newman, man, it's it's so hard, man, to just match that energy that, you know, that's in your spirit. I love it. I love it. I love the passion and zeal that comes from you. And, you know, with this question, this question is so, uh, it's so vital because it's hitting so many people today. You know, hope yeah. is something that, you know, we, to where we, we're looking forward to something. And in the midst of COVID-19, in the midst of everything that's going on, presidential elections, uh, there's no hope. This look, it looks like there's nothing to look forward to. It's not even hope if it doesn't have Jesus Christ in it. The word doesn't even exist without Christ, without God's power. So how do we get hope? That's an excellent question. We get hope by first having faith in Christ. We have to believe in who Jesus Christ is 
So now we can have that relationship with God our Father. Once we have that relationship with God our Father, now we can start to believe and have hope in the things that God says that he has for his children. But you have no hope. You have nothing to look forward to. You don't know that the power that's within you if you're not connected to Christ, if you're not connected to God. COVID wouldn't affect you. You would have hope because you would have read Psalms 91, where you would know the pestilence. It would not affect you. You would know that Jesus Christ can heal you from anything, any disease. He has the power to raise the dead. We have hope in that. We have hope in that, but not only do we have hope in that, but our confidence in it is in that because we have faith. We have faith. We build our faith from hearing. So many of us are not confident because we're not hearing properly. You're listening to Fox News. You're listening to CNN. You're listening to a message of death. You're not listening to a message of life. You're not listening to something that's giving you a word of positive effect. You want to listen to all the negative stuff. Who are you? Why do you want to listen to this negative stuff? Why are you entertained by that? That shouldn't entertain you. That shouldn't impress you. You should want to listen to something that has substance. And when you listen to things that have substance, that's when the free gift of the Holy Spirit bears witness with your spirit that this is true. Then you have hope. Then you stand up with your head up, held high. Then you can look to the hills from what's coming to your help. All your help. It will come from the Lord. Back Amen. to you, Pastor Newton. Amen. Pastor John, you have the floor. Same question. How Amen. do we get hope? Amen, amen, amen. You know, this is an on-time lesson message right now. We touched on this a little bit yesterday, and what I'm understanding is there's a couple points um, that I want to bring out. But first of all, to really even put this, to answer this question, I'm going to start with a question. Who are you? And that question's been hanging over me for a long time. And when we touched on this the other day, it's our understanding of what hope is. If you look at Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, faith is the substance. The substance. Listen to me now. The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things unseen. See, the thing that we have to understand, Pastor, is this. Hope is a word that comes from a position of authority. If it's anything outside of that, then it's just a wish. We spend way too much time wishing and not being in authority and hoping and having that expectation that God will move on our behalf. See, that hope, you expect heaven to move. Just like when Jesus shared the uh, the prayer with the disciples, the Lord's Prayer, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So that means we have the opportunity. We've been afforded the ability to reach heaven with hope. But instead, we get sometimes we get so much caught up in this wishing. There's no power in a wish, but there's everything in hope. And when your situation may look bleak, the first thing that lies coming to your head, you know, is, oh, God's not going to bless you. God's not going to do this for you. 
Then you move out of that position of authority. Now you get stuck in wishing. I wish this would happen. I wish that would happen. I wish I want this to happen. And not really stepping in a place of authority to call it down to happen. See, we have the opportunity to manifest things from heaven to earth. But it's going to come when we get back to where our faith, the substance of our faith, and step in that authority, which is hope. And we have to really, really, really understand that. You know, because me and my wife were talking She's after yesterday. She says, what do you mean by that, stepping in authority? I said, if you go on the job and your boss tasks you to do something, his expectation when he comes back is to have that thing done. That's the same thing for us. We have to have that expectation. God, give us a word, and we we yell it out all the time. God is not a man that he shall lie. Mm -hmm. So why can't we expect, why shouldn't we have that expectation that he's going to move? Because early on in my walk, I would always look, and I would kind of get kind of taken away because I was like, man, some folks can just pray and, and, and reach heaven and God will move. And I'm still sitting here stuck praying for the thing, the same thing for the last three, four months and ain't nothing happened. That's because I was wishing and I wasn't hoping. That's Uh-oh. because I wasn't walking in the place of authority that God, uh, Jesus gave me um, as a believer in him, that, that position of authority that I can reach heaven. And I'm, a, you know, the Lord ministered to me ministered this to me this morning and I I didn't know why but it is perfect for right now as I was praying this morning the Lord just ministered to me do I really understand why the veil was rent do I really value that why the veil was rent that afforded me everything that I needed at that moment once that veil was rent so My thing is this, we have to get to that place where we understand who we are and walk in that authority of hope, stop wishing, stop wondering, and get to that place where you can manifest heaven here on earth. Amen? Amen. 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 Well, Pastor Say Go, you're up. You have the floor. Hey, man, well, look, I appreciate everybody. Everybody had great, great, great outlook, man, and it's it's it's, it's very, very important. But here's what I say, kind of like what you said in the beginning, uh, Pastor Chris, about what hope is. Um, uh, we 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 are patiently waiting. We are contending the situation that we're in, and we 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 have that we have that 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 confidence that 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 person that we are depending on. All right. Uh, especially when we're talking about Christ, that person that we're depending on is going to come through with what they say that that, that they're going to come through and do. And one thing is that one thing we have to understand is kind of like what Pastor Don said. Number one, we got to really understand and we got to truly understand who Christ is and what Christ did for us and why Christ did what Christ did and understand that what Christ did was already written and 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 already going to happen before we were even born. So we have to make we have to understand who Christ is. We have to we have to plug into that power because we know our power comes from Christ. We got to plug into that power to understand who Christ is. Now, a yeah. good thing that was said, a good thing that was said about 
um, about you know watching the news and things like that. Hey, I I I, I watch news and why I watch the news. And I, I don't say I get I get wrapped up into all the the craziness of the news, but I watch the news. Why? Because while I'm watching the news, God will give me a message to give to the people. So when I preach on Fridays, I watch the news. I listen to the news. I listen to what those people are saying on the news because 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 there's something that God can give me to give to the people. And we should never tune ourselves out. Of what's going on around us Because God can speak to us Even through all the foolishness that's going on Now When I say I watch the news I don't get wrapped up in all that madness And all and all the craziness that's going on Because why? Because I have built and continue, and continue To build a relationship with Christ In my life To where I know who Christ is Even through all that craziness And all the foolishness that's going on And all the backbiting I have I, I, and I continue to build that relationship because my relationship is never is is never to a point where you stop building your, your relationship. But relationship is continuing to being built. So even through all the craziness that's going on in the news and all the backbiting and all that stuff like that, hey, I still watch the news. Now it's it's a person's choice whether they want to watch the news or not. I got that. I got that. But for me, but for me, I watch it. A because we need to know what's going on in our world. That's important, and then two, we already we, we already we if, if we're rooted and grounded in Christ and we're plugged into that power and we know who Christ is, that hope is not going anywhere. That hope is still going to be where it is because we have we're content in what Christ says that Christ is going to do because we already know the ending of the story. We know the beginning and we know the end, and we know in Revelations from 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 the beginning. Before the world was even created, we know Jesus was present, and we know in the end Jesus is present. So in between all this craziness that's going on that God has already said is going to happen, when we're plugged into the power of Christ and we know who Christ is for ourselves, not nobody else telling you who Christ is, but we know who Christ is for ourselves, we're content regardless of what goes on in the world around us. That's it. That's right. And and see that that this is this lesson again. Like and I thank God for what he does because every time God drop downloads a message, I've either gone through it, going through it or going through it as I'm preaching it. See, this is this is something that we have to understand as men and women of God that preach the gospel. All this, I, I got a rhema word from God stuff. Okay, let, let's stop. Because the fact of the matter is, we have to go through the fire in order to bring deliverance to the people. Uh-oh, let me, let me say that one more time. We have to go through the fire to bring deliverance to the people. So what are you talking about, Psalmist? Well, here we go. Verse 18. While in, in Matthew, verse 18, it says that while he was saying these things to them, behold, a ruler came in and kneeled before him. This ruler was a man named Jairus. He, we see that in Mark and Luke's account of this story, Jairus is a man of no 
small reputation. He was a ruler in a local synagogue. Okay, let's let's look let's look at this in 2020. He was a man of small reputation. He was a ruler of a local synagogue or today's church. The local synagogue was not just a place of worship, but it was a major community building. Although it was primarily used as a place of worship and teaching, it was also a place to collect tithes, local administration, hospitality, and a place where disputes could be settled. It also was a place where a group of elders at the local synagogue would judge offenders and deal out punishment. Where are you going with this, Thomas? Let me keep reading. So, Jarius was a very well-respected man in the community. He, he relied upon and looked up to by the people. And in the midst of his hopeless situation, he comes to Jesus Christ. Here's the key word. He was a man very well-respected in the community. And he was in the midst of his hopelessness, or he was in the midst of his hopeless situation, and what was the first thing he went to? He didn't go to bishop. He didn't go to his apostle. He didn't go to the elders. He went to who? Jesus Christ. Verse 20. He's going to co-sign it. We see that there was another person that came to Jesus as well. And behold, a woman who had suffered from a discharge of blood for 20 years, came up behind him. This woman was unnamed, but is also very well known in her community, but for a very different reason. This woman would have been known by many, but it would have been because she was a social outcast. She is not respected, but degraded. She is not looked up to, but looked down upon. Now, in verse 20, it tells us that this woman suffered from a discharge of blood. We know the story. Now, of course, it was a disorder. She had a, con she had a constant flow of blood. So, in her desperation, it was not so much caused by her pain as much as it was caused by her isolation. This blood disorder made her a social outcast because according to the Levitical law, it made her a perpetual, perpetually unclean. So in Leviticus chapter 15, verse 25 through 31, it states, if a woman has a discharge of blood for many days, it is not the time for her menstrual or if, her, if, if she has a discharge beyond the time of her impurity, all the days of the discharge, she, she shall continue in uncleanness. Every bed on which she lies and everything on which she sits shall be unclean, and whoever touches these things shall be unclean. Now, if a person becomes unclean according to the law, they have to go and purchase turtle doves and pigeons and present them to the priest to have a sacrifice made. It will cost them time and money. So, 
can imagine that no one wanted anything to do with this woman. She was not allowed to go into the synagogue to worship. She wasn't able to work. No one came to visit. Oh, I feel that. No one invited her over because everything that she came in contact to contact with will became will become unclean. If she was married, she most likely would have been divorced. And if she was never married, there was no prospect of that ever happening. She was alone and stunt by the society for the last 12 years of her life. Now, both of these pe- people, although vastly different, what did what did they both have in common, ladies and gentlemen? Glad you asked. They came to Christ. Now, Jesus desired for all people to come to him. That is his battle cry. He wants us to come to him. Yeah, but we like to come to everybody else. We want to go to everybody else. We want to get a quick self-healing, self-fix, put it in the microwave for 30-second fixes on our situation, but Jesus is sitting right there and asking us to come to him. He doesn't care where you are in your life. Let me say that one more time. Jesus doesn't care where you are in your life. It's people that care where you are in your life. Fickle people that care where you are in your life. Some of our leaders that care where you are in your life. But Jesus doesn't care about your age. He doesn't care about how you lived. All he cares about is that you come and pull yourself together, even if your life is falling complete pieces. He just wants you to come to him. I don't know who I'm talking to, but the Bible clearly shows us that hope for whatever you're facing can only be found in who? Jesus. In hopeless situations, we are so quick to turn and try everything else first. Got the t-shirt and the hat. We are so quick to turn our attention to Oprah, Dr. Phil, and the rest of these jokers and see what they got to say first. Or to read the latest best-selling book from one of our renowned pastors or bishops before we even consider going to Jesus Christ. These individuals did the same thing before they came to Christ. They went everywhere else but to the source. We're all guilty of that. And Mark and Luke accounted it counted that this in their stories, in their books as well. He makes it he makes it clear that this woman went to every doctor she could find. She spent everything she had and only got worse and worse. And surely Jarius had called the doctors to see if there were anything that they could do for their daughter. Now the Bible did not the Bible is not condemning them from going to the doctor. Let's make this clear because we're going to get the Bible scholars talking this nonsense. Listen to what's being <laughs> said here. That's oh, what they should do because Jesus may use a doctor to heal. Okay? Don't send me no hate mail. It's in the Word. That's <laughs> what they should do. 
because Jesus may use a doctor to heal in this century. But don't put your hope in the method that God may use, but in the power of God itself. If you are putting your hope in the solution and things don't work out, you're going to be disappointed. Uh-oh. Yep, you're going to be disappointed. But when things don't work out, if your hope is in Christ, you can keep going because your confidence isn't in the method. It's in the power of God. Let me read that one more time for all you Bible scholars out there. But when things don't work out, if your hope is in Christ, you can keep going because your confidence isn't in the method. It's in the power of God. Jesus doesn't care who you are, what status you hold, how many churches you have in 20 locations, or what you're facing. His power is sufficient to see you through, and hope is only found in coming to him. I'm done. Pastor Nehemiah, you have the floor. Let's get this thing started, man. What is going on? He is desperately telling the people of God, I want you to come to me. But we always want to do everything else instead of coming to Christ first. I know the reason Mm. why do it, because our flesh is weak. So when our flesh is weak and our intellect is being challenged, we want to, especially if some of us, I'm going to say some of us, before we lose another 10 people, I'm going to say some of us. We want to go relying on our biblical uh, aptitude or go to our mentors and all that stuff instead of seeking God. All of us go through our individual tests and trials. There's reasons why God puts us where he puts us. There's reasons why things might look bleak. Things might look hopeless because Jesus is in in the business of building our faith. He wants us to be where he, he promised us that he's going, we're going to be greater and we're going to do greater works than he did. Amen. So Amen. why Amen. aren't we doing it? The reason why, mm-hmm. because we can think we can outthink, outwit, outbe, outeducate what God already ordained. That's the problem some of us face. We can't outthink, outsmart, outwit. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care if you got every doctorate from every theological seminary in the nation. It doesn't matter if your hope and faith and trust is not sourced to Jesus Christ, you're going to have a problem. So, Pastor Nehemiah, let me stop talking. Let's hear from you. What's going on, man? The answer is right Amen. in our face, and we can't see You're it. Right. Why can't we see mm. it? Your thoughts. Mm. You know, I, I, man, you, it's so powerful everything you said and, and what the other pastors on the line have been saying. You know, uh, you know, we do have a problem, you know, and it, it's a, we have a source. We have a solution to where we have been saved. You know, we have to recall that, you know, man was deceived. There's an enemy out there. 
this is an enemy that does not want you to have the type of life that God has already promised to you. In the book of Genesis, we already get to see the, the life that God wanted for Adam. We get to see that. But there was deception. There was something that the enemy held over the head, the head of mankind, that you can be like God. And there's a place, there's a time to where we get so selfish and we get so self-dependent that we want to think that we have control over everything. We think we're the new hotness. We think that our stuff don't stink. We think that we just got it all together. But there's these times of hopelessness. Those times of hopelessness come because you left your God. You're like Peter when he was on the water walking. You took your eyes off of Christ and you began to sink. And that's what happens so many times in our lives. Because of sin, so many lives are sinking. You don't even have to. Once you're born, you're already starting to sink. You're already digressing. It's not until you come into Christ that now you can have hope. Now you can look at something. And it's so many, so many times as a people of God, we're just lazy. God clearly says in his word, he says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And why? Because they have rejected it. That means that you're lazy. Knowledge is there for you. God has revealed himself to everybody. Even in creation, we can see there's a God that gives hope. There's a God that brings out the sun every day. When you wake up in the morning, that's the time where you can say, I thank God for this new day. This is a day that I really rejoice. This is a day unlike any other day. God brought a new day, another chance for mercy. You can have hope. But you still want to abide in this thing and not focus on God. You want to abide and stay and dwell in hopelessness when you don't have to. Like the examples that you just gave, man of God, we just have to have the ability and the know-how to just come to Jesus. And not only just come to Jesus, stay with him. We know there was many people that came to Jesus just for the healing, just for the miracles, because they wanted hope. But now that when you see that God is hope. Continue to drink from that well. You don't never have to thirst again. You don't never have to get back into a place of hopelessness. You can stay there with God. And like the man of God said, sometimes, and when I gave the, uh, the, the thing about watching TV, I'm not telling us just to, to, that we shouldn't be aware of what's going on in this world. For the word of God says that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We don't let the world conform us. We don't want to be conformed right. by what's the message that's being spoken. We have the Bible says, watch and then what? Pray. Watch right. and pray. So there's two right. things that we have to do. First you watch, then you go pray. And as you've been speaking, and as the other men of God has been saying, when we get that relationship with the Holy Spirit, you know what? In a relationship, mm-hmm. what do you do? You communicate. God is going to speak to you. He's going to tell you how you can overcome. You won't be hopeless. You know, so as we watch these messages from the world, they want to make you conform to an ideal of a idea of fear that you're going to be destroyed, that somebody's coming to take your life. But it's lies that you believe in. When you pray, you will hear the Holy Spirit say that Jesus Christ says, I, might, I come that you may have life and that life more abundantly. You will know that you don't have to follow that. You will know that you already have life. Life is not what you can see with your physical eyes or you can your your senses and you think that's just life. No, life is with Christ. And that's what Jarius understood. That's what the woman with the issue of blood understood. They understood that they were missing something. There was an emptiness. There was a void in their life. And in order for them to fill it, they had to go beyond what the world was saying, what they saw in air quotes on TV, on news. 
they had to, they have heard of a man of, they heard of a man, they heard of somebody named Jesus that he can heal and that he does love you. And so many people refuse to believe that. Why, man of God? Why, brother? Why, my sister? Why do you believe that God doesn't love you? He does love you. In the book of James, it says that all good things come from above. God is the one bringing those good things. But like I said before, Pastor Newton, we, we have a we have an enemy out here. We have an enemy that wants to deceive us, that wants us to eat from a tree that thinks we can be equal to God, be equal to him to where we are almost above him. But no, we're a reflection of him. We always want to give back unto him his glory, his hope that he gives unto us. We want to bless his name and praise him and hear from his to commune with him to sup with him, to have communication with him so we can overcome. You know, so I believe self-righteousness is that problem. We get to a place to where we think we are everything, and we're not. You know, I got a quick testimony, uh, and this just deals with this, what we're talking about. I just ha recently had a son, praise God, was born April the 5th, and my son was born with a very rare condition called hyperinsulinism. And no one had heard of it. Now I dwell in San Diego, California. It's one of the most nicest cities in, in the, the nation. And it's a very expensive city. So you would think the doctors here would be well-versed in all types of medicines and diseases. But no one here knew that condition. It left a sense of hopelessness for me and my wife. It was a dark place that we couldn't see. Well, how are we going to get out of this? Because the doctors don't know. But I praise God that our hope, like Pastor Newton was saying, was not in the doctor. Yes, we believe God can use the doctor, but we didn't put our faith and trust and hope in the doctor. Our faith, our trust, our hope was in Jesus Christ. And we know he can move on any man, okay? So we believed in him. It was months that went by that no doctor knew what to do with our, our, our son. They moved him up to L.A., to a bigger city. In L.A., UCLA. And I, I praise God for all the doctors and the nurses that was helping, but they couldn't help the situation. But me and my wife continued to pray. They then took us to the Mecca, the, the city of brotherly love to Philly, to where there was one man, one man that was able to work on our son to help him. And today our son is healed. And we praise God that that man, he was a Christian. We were praying that God gave us a Christian surgeon to work on our son. So in that, that sense of hopelessness, when we didn't know what was going to happen, we kept our trust, our faith, our hope in God. And God worked it out. He worked it out. In his word, he said he'll work it out. He said that he sent his word and he healed them. And so all we have to do is rely on God's word. But so many of us, Pastor Newton, we don't want to read his word. We want to listen to a message. We want to listen to the, the top preachers that's out there that's is getting money because that's really what we put our trust in. That's really what we want. We don't want the relationship. But I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, that if you have a relationship with him, whoo, you're going to have that hope. It will never leave you. He promised in his words, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. That's what you can stand on, like the other pastor was saying. That's that, that firm foundation. And that gives you hope. And you can continue to walk. Back to you. Amen. Brother Don, we pass the baton to you. Amen. Amen. This is 
right on point today. Let me tell you, this we eating good here today, family. You know, man, I don't even know where to start. There's so much out here. You know, and I think that um, Pastor Nehemiah had hit something. He hit a home run there, you know, because we have allowed the doctrines and mandates of church disqualify us from coming to the Lord ourselves. I see that so many times that we are codependent on other leaders and, and ministers and pastors and prophets and all of that to go to the Lord on our behalf, you know, like we're living in Levitical times. But like I said earlier, the veil was rent. That was for us to be able to come to him whenever we need him. And I think a lot of times when we get into that place where we feel like there is is, is Everything is hopeless, you know, where we've exhausted everything. You know, you have to sit back and look. These are things that I tried to work in and of myself. You know, and and just like you you mentioned the lady with the issue of blood, you know, she exhausted everything that she had trying to get this situation taken care of. But when she went just to, she wasn't even going to confront Jesus. She just wanted to touch the hem of his garment. Now, that takes a lot of faith to know that if I just get close enough in his presence, Mm -hmm. that I'm going to receive everything that I've been asking for. I don't have to sit down with a a prayer service, a prayer meeting with him. Only thing I got to do is get in his presence and everything will be all right. And it's not, and you know, Pastor Nehemiah hit a a point, it's, it's not, you know, we put too much faith sometimes in those that have the titles are appointed and and so-called anointed. But you know, family, you are anointed just as well. If you're a believer and you accepted Christ in your heart, you are anointed to go to him for any need that you have with the expectation that he will meet your need. That's what my word says. That's what John 17 says. You know, we are, we are, we are Christ is in us. And we have that opportunity. We've been afforded that, that opportunity to go to him when we need him. And no, Pastor Newton, I'm not against doctors. I'm not at all because I remember when you said that I, I chuckled because the mother of the church years ago passed this on to me. She said, son, I just go to the doctor to help me with, the, with, with my symptoms so Jesus can heal me. That's the only really thing that they can do is help you with the symptoms so Jesus can heal you. And we have to take the approach that we can come. We have an awesome father, and we can come to him anytime we get ready. And really, you know, like like I, like uh, Pastor Nehemiah said, you know, and, and when he was ministering, you know, we, we really can't. A lot of cues that we take and we shouldn't take. It's from CNN, NBC, Fox News. You know, we lean on that as as the outlook of what the condition of we where we're at when all we got to do is read the word. That's all you got to do is read the word. The word will dispel everything that you see. There's nothing new. All this is happening is new. So my take on this is family is, Just go to Jesus in expectation that he will move on your behalf. You don't need Brother Don, Pastor Chris, Pastor Nehemiah, Pastor Sago, 
to tell you, let him tell you himself. But that's only going to start when you are determined to have that intimate relationship with him. When you make him Lord over your life, when he becomes the most important thing in your life, then that's when you'll start to see your hopelessness turn into faith. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Sego, you got the last clap. You have the floor. Oh man, look, this is this, this is this is great, Pastor Nearby, Pastor Don, Pastor Chris. Look, man, this is this is this is really really deep, and uh, it's it's uh, is good that we we talked about the uh, the, the woman with the uh, with the issue of uh, blood because uh, I did a uh, I did a, a message uh, on this for 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 service, and what we have to understand, and 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 what I brought out in this. Um, in, in in this in this message uh, was that this woman with the issue of blood, you you she she she, she the Bible tells us that that that, that all the, the people were pressing around Jesus and this woman got got in and got through and 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 she stayed in the press, she stayed in the press with Jesus and and you can imagine how how people were were were, were around Jesus and flying around Jesus. And, and even in the midst of all that, this woman stayed in that press to get to Jesus. She stayed in the press. She didn't allow anything, anybody, anything to push her out of that press because there was a, there were people that were pressing around Christ. Nobody, nothing was allowed to push her or to take her out of that press. So I say that to say this, that that if and it goes back to relationship it goes back to knowing who 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 Jesus is for ourselves when we understand who Christ is when we have that true relationship i'm talking about a true relationship that you know who Christ is and that that that, that you know who what what Christ has done when you have that true relationship you have that hope and there's nothing that can that, that can push you out of that press with Christ, when everything else is pressing down on us, when the pressures of life, because life is going to happen, life on this earth right here that we're dealing with, it's going to happen. We're going to deal with some stuff. We're going to go through some stuff. Life is going to happen. But we know that we have we have eternal life with Christ, but life is going to happen on this earth. And even in the midst of everything that goes on in this life, we still got to stay in the prayers with God. We still got to trust in God. Look at Job. Job, his life. Things he dealt with in life crushed him to the mm-hmm. core. He lost his livelihood. Mm-hmm. He, 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 mm-hmm. he lost his livestock. He lost his children. He had, and then on top of all that, he got sick. And then to rub it all in, his wife said, won't you just throw in a towel and die? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. life on this earth that he was dealing with. But in the midst of all that, he didn't sin by cursing God. He didn't say he didn't, he didn't sin in life, he didn't sin by cursing God. But anyway, mm-hmm. I said it to say this, that when we go through stuff in this life on earth, when we have that relationship, just like Pastor Nehemiah said and Pastor Don said, and what you said, Pastor Chris, when we have that relationship, and I truly believe when we know who Christ is for ourselves and we have that true relationship with Christ, that that hope is going to be there. That 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 hope is going is is going is going to be is going to be rooted down in our hearts. And we're going to stay in the press. We're going to stay in the press no matter what we deal with and what we face in this life. It's not saying that we might have some, we, we might not have some doubt sometimes. 
It may not. It's not saying we may not have some fear sometimes. It may not saying that we're gonna be scratching our heads sometime and wondering what 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 is what is God doing uh, uh, doing behind the scenes. But we have to understand that 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 God Jesus, regardless of what it looks like, is always working behind the scenes. That Jesus is always performing a, a, a behind the scenes miracle when we don't see it. That's right. So as long so as long as we know that and we are we are really really rooted and deep grounded in that, I mean we 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 got it. And everything everybody said, Pastor Nehemiah his 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 testimony was powerful. Everything Pastor Nehemiah said was powerful, and Pastor Don, I mean it's great. And this is a this is a great subject to get us to understand and get the people to understand that. That 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 is about relationship, and when we have that true relationship, that hope is going to be there. That hope of Christ is going to be there, not the hope of the world is going to be there. So, Amen, Amen. Well, I'm gonna throw a wrench in this whole thing, a and <laughs> of course, you know we we can't we can't be controversial without saying this. Now, a lot of us have different backgrounds. A lot of us have grown up in different denominations in the church. And what I've learned from this text, in just the beginning phases of it, I learned some things. One, out of all the H-E-L-L hockey sticks that happened in my life, all Jesus wants us to do is believe that he will. Now, this is the biggest obstacle that most of us, not all, most of us face. All Jesus wants for his people is to come to him. But here's the two things that will guarantee that your hope will be there. Guaranteed. It's two words. You ready for it? Number one, he wants us to come humbly. Uh Uh-oh. I'll say that again. He wants us to come humbly. Number two, here's the icing on the cake. Not only he wants wants us to come humbly, he wants us to come sincerely. Uh-oh. What are you talking about, Simon? See, you always start in trouble. No, I'm not. This is the problem that we're having right now. Let me break it down, and let me continue on what God wants me to say. First of all, the reason why we stay in our hopelessness, because we are arrogant, prideful, self-centered. We want to do it all by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't think God can do anything for us because we, we're so smart. We outwitted. We outslewed. We outdid everything that we did. We outsmarted all the, all the bishops and, and apostles and, and all that stuff. We got every double doctrine in every theological school in the nation. We did everything that the pastor's club can submit us and we can go play golf and eat $100 steaks. First of all, Jesus wants us to come humbly. Everything that we've talked about here on the TPV Reloaded, the key word for activating your spiritual power is humility. The key thing for delivering you out of your depression 
is humility. The key thing that will bring you out of hopelessness in this world of darkness is your humility in Christ Jesus. I didn't make it up. I didn't bl- I didn't have a rhema word from God. It's in the word. <laughs> Read it. Number two, yes. sincerely. All of us have all of us know how to fake the funk on a nasty dunk. Pastor Sego made a perfect example, and I've been riding it until the wheels fall off. But we got all the cliches in the world. We sound so eloquent. When every situation comes our way, we pull out the cliches, but there's no (laughs) power in it. We got it all figured out. We sound good amongst our peers because we can say all the good things. And, oh, man, that pastor, you sound so deep. And he has no power. Why? Because he's not humble. Number two, he's not sincere about what he's saying. The word says it, not me. So don't beat me up. Read your word. So let me continue. Notice the posture of the two individuals we've been talking about, Jairus and the woman of the issue of blood. The the two of them made a decision that changed their lives forever. What was that? Well, they came to Christ. Simple. In verse 18, Jairus approached Jesus and kneeled at his feet. Humility and sincerity That's what he did Two key words that activated Jesus To bring him out of his hopelessness He humbled himself He kneeled to Jesus' feet And he sincerely meant it Uh oh Number two Now notice that the ruler Didn't come to Jesus throwing his weight around Like some of us do Well how can you I'm deep. I've healed people. I've laid my Crisco on their forehead. I've done so many miraculous things of God. That's your problem, sir, ma'am. You're throwing your weight around. Jesus don't need you to pat him on the back, or Jesus don't need to pat you on the back. He don't have to if he don't want to. But that's the first thing we, we get puffed up and arrogant, and that's why God lets things happen. Because we don't know how to humble ourselves and be sincere when we're weak. And like the young folks say, we don't keep it 100. We don't keep it real. Y'all phony baloney fake. See, let me stop. Anyway, he doesn't come demanding that Jesus heal his daughter because of his position of power in the community or your position of power in your church community. He put aside his own position to humble himself and sincerely gave himself to Jesus Christ. That's what activated the healing by him humbly humbly and sincerely accepting Jesus Christ. And he realized he needed he needed that. Jesus and his ministry has started to build And the debates about who Jesus really is and had been going on in the synagogues, the discussions about how to best deal with Jesus, all the haters going crazy. We got it going on right now. A bunch of haters. Jarius had most likely taken part in those discussions. He sought Jesus for himself. 
He didn't listen to the bishops and the pastors in the pastor's club. He didn't go eat steaks and have uh, fermented wine with the, with the Pharisees and Sadducees. He sought Jesus for himself. And now he's approaching Jesus, not as a doctor for a cure, but as his Messiah who will heal. Boom. Number two. The woman in the, that had the issue of blood, all she wanted to do was be healed. The desperation drove the desperation drove her to be humble and sincere throughout the crowd. Like Pastor Sago said, she gave everything she possibly could just to touch the hem of his garment. That's all I want. I don't want to hug him. I don't want to be like the, the groupies following Jesus. All I need is to touch the hem of his garment, and I'll be made whole. She was humble and sincere with her request, and Jesus knew he was touched because the Spirit of God gave him an indicator. And when the woman touched him, it was her what? Faith. That made her whole. It wasn't her cockiness. It wasn't because she she knew who she was and you better heal me and all this stuff that we say nowadays. She came with humility, and that's what healed her. She didn't want to make a fuss. She didn't want to bring a lot of attention to herself. She didn't want to do any of that. All she wanted to do was to touch the hem of his garment because she couldn't see him. Everybody was crowding around Jesus trying to avoid anyone to notice her and all the insults like we like to do. We like to crack jokes and, all. Oh, you ain't going to be nothing with God because you still going through. Listen, Jesus Christ right now is taking the people that were the underdogs, the people that you said that they were not ready or they were not anointed enough or they didn't give enough, all this stuff that we've put, all these mandates, and doctrines we drop on people. Well, guess what? Jesus doesn't need your cosign. He don't need your stamp of approval to bring a woman or man that has been been going through the last decade with all this mandate and doctrines that some churches have been dishing out. We have powerful men and women of God that are humble and sincere about their father's business, and it's because of you, Bishop, pastors, uh, apostles, some of you have been holding these people back, and they brought them into a a spirit of hopelessness. Well, I got news for you. As long as they stay humble and they are sincere to what they have in God and allow Jesus Christ to navigate their ship, there is nothing you can do about it, because it's the time for the last the last people will be first, and the ones that's been first for the last 20 years, y'all going to know what it's like to be on the back end because of your cockiness and you being so arrogant, and God's going to humble you, and you're going to see what Jesus Christ truly does to the humble and the ones that truly, sincerely love him that only have two pennies to rub together, but they're going to take those two pennies, and with Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, those two pennies will multiply so their ministries can flourish. 
I'm going to stop. I'm done. So we got the last lap. So Pastor Nehemiah, we got a few minutes left. So bring it on home. I'm going to pass the baton to you, then Brother Don and Pastor Stego, and we are out of here. Pastor Nehemiah, your closing thoughts. Pastor Don, Pastor Stego, I hope I said that right, though. Pastor Chris, man, I just got to tell you guys, I thank God for everything that has been said, how you have all let the Spirit lead you on what's being said. I've already experienced healing and deliverance just from this message alone. Uh, And I I pray that my meditation and the words of my mouth have been pleasing and acceptable in God's sight. Uh, Just to piggyback on on what Pastor Newton was just talking about, uh, being humble and being honest. We know the word of God says that true worshipers worship in spirit and truth. There's something that we get to see from Jarius and the woman with the issue of blood. First, we get to see that you can actually be wealthy and still be a true worshiper of God. You don't have to give all your trust and put all your hope and faith into your money and riches. Jairus didn't do that. He knew that he had to come to Jesus. There has to become a, a point in your life where you have to put your trust in the word of God. You have to have first heard of God. You have to have been listening and have your ear attentive to the spirit, to what God is saying. So make sure you you feed yourself. You renew your mind on what God says that he can do for you. You have to trust in him. And to trust in him, you have to love him and you have to keep his commandments. And in doing so, you will see that you will always have hope. It will never leave you. It will never forsake you. It will always be there for you. And when the devil comes, he comes and he wants to get you to distract you. To make you focus on your problem, your situation, more so than him. And when you begin to think, you know you have a Christ that you can call out to. The word of God says that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can have hope today. And with that woman with the issue of blood, I wish they would have mentioned her name. I usually see in the Bible they would mention her name, but we don't have the name of this woman. But we, everybody knows who she is, even though she doesn't have a name. Don't be so, so concerned with your name. Be known for your acts. Look at this woman. The Bible says faith without works is dead. She believed that she could, if she would just touch the hem of his garment, she would be healed. If she just believed that and left it there, she would still have the issue of blood. We would not know this woman. But because she acted upon that faith, she pressed like Pastor Sego said it and, and uh, Pastor Don, she gave up everything. If you can imagine when Jesus would come around, he had crowds like it's a big-time concert. It's no way you're going to get to the front of the stage from the back just easy. No, she had to really press through to get to Jesus, to all these people who wanted to be healed. But she didn't even get to touch him. She only touched his garment. But because of her faith and because of the action met with the faith, she's healed. I want to tell you today, brothers and sisters, you don't have to live in hopelessness today. Jesus says, nevertheless, think about that term, nevertheless, hopelessness, that's less. Jesus is for the more. There's hope. There's hope. And there's hope. Why? Because he loves you. I'm done. Amen. Brother Don, put your icing on this cake. 
You have the floor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4 and 16. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in the time of need. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may attain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Now, one thing boldly, that means coming correct. That means coming with an attitude of humility and meekness, knowing that you have no power and no strength to do anything that you need. And family, I'm going to be short and sweet, but I do want to leave you with this. If you're in this situation and you find yourself hopeless or you think that your situation is hopeless, I want you to do a self-check. I want you to self-check to make sure that you're not still standing there around the old rugged cross, but you're headed to the throne room, which is grace for you to obtain for whatever your situation is. And I think for so long, too many believers are still stuck there at the old rugged cross and not headed to the throne room. The old rugged cross had its place in prophecy But our place is in the throne room. That's where our help is. That's where our hope is. That's where changing and transformation comes when we get to the throne room. So just like Jairus and the woman with the issue of blood, we have to press our way sometimes with humility and meekness to get there, to get an answer, to get that hope that we need for our situation. God bless you, family. I enjoyed it, and I am done. Pastor say go, bring it home. Oh man, look, this has been great. Uh it's been it's been wonderful, man. Me talking about hope and we need it, man. We need the people, we all need to understand about hope. We all need to understand about relationship with Christ and and, and those two examples of, of Jarius and the woman with the issue of blood. And that's like Pastor Nehemiah said, absolutely, you know, the Bible is totally silent to who this woman was, where she came from, and things like that. But, again, and look, it is great to talk about hope. We need to hear about hope because during this time right now, I mean, there is, there, there, there is, there is so much hopelessness in everything that we see right now in this world. But I tell you, uh, there is hope in Christ, and, and, and we have to plug into that power. We have to connect with that. We have to understand that Christ is our source. And when we do that, our hope ain't going to flow. I'm out. Amen, amen. Well, I'm going to put a, a thumbtack on that. I think we have... Just covered the the surface of this very very hot topic, but family, I wanted to come before you because the psalmist voice reloaded at his regular time. For right now, we won't be broadcasting on Sunday at two p.m. Yeah, Aww. we're not. It's 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 all right. Things are start shifting. Things are moving and. We will definitely let you know when we're able to broadcast during the week or on weekends. But you can always catch the Reloaded show on Live 365. Just search the Psalmist Voice Radio Network, and you're in there. Just hit the heart button, and you can take us everywhere with you. Or if you want to go straight to Block Talk Radio, we're at five years strong, and we praise God for Block Talk Radio for making us uh, home here 
you can go to all of the archive shows there as well. Every show that's been recorded since 2015, you can listen to every single one of them, including today's show, and you can download it for free. It don't cost you a dime. So you can go download it and take it with you. If you need this encouragement, take it with you. Download it on your iPod. Download it on your uh, Android. Download it on your iPhone. Download it on your pad. Whatever you got and you listen during work, during your office, you can download this episode. You can listen to, listen to it over and over and over again. That's www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash TPV radio. Or if you want to simplify the matter, you can go to our website, www.tpvradionetwork.com, and you can download the episode right now. It's free. Everything is free. We don't charge you for the word. We don't ask you for a cover charge and all this nonsense. We believe that God's going to do what he said he's going to do, and it's up to the visionary to trust in God, and God will definitely supply the need. And sometimes you got to put in the work for the vision to work, just saying. But anyway, that's a whole nother show, whole nother topic, and I ain't going to open up another can of worms no more. I already lost 15 people for the day, but I hope y'all can go back and listen to this show in its entirety, and you will be blessed as we've been blessed. And I definitely want to give a shout-out and a thank you for Pastor Nehemiah Fulbright for taking the time out to come on the show. He has been a blessing in many levels, bringing the young lions to the fold. What am I talking about? I'm act like... Yo, I act like I'm like, you know, I'm I'm so old. But yeah, you know, I am you know, I am well, old. That, 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 you know, that, that, that's a different show right there. That's a different show. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a that's a whole nother show. You know, a lot of us on this panel is like in our forties and mid forties and you know, I don't know past me and my is like me ain't even touching forty yet. So we got a young lion in the house, but he's wise in the word and his dad's wise yeah. in the word. Shout out to uh his father, uh Norman Fulbright, we we got, praise God for you and the brew crew as well. I love all of you. God bless all of you. And always remember, you are more than you think and greater than you heard. And when you see the psalmist's voice, when you see Pastor Nehemiah Fulbright, Pastor Say Go, Pastor Don, in your hood, at your workplace, at the park, at the shopping mall, doing things for Jesus Christ and getting people powered up and saved in his Holy Spirit. Walk with us, family. Let's go. We'll see you next time on a very exciting episode of the Psalmist Voice Reloaded. So, Dietrich Hatton, it's open door season, so take us out. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you next time.
Don't Miss Cell Life coming up next at 4.30 Central Standard Time right here on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Be blessed. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.